Welcome to Thrive Beyond Pornography, the podcast where real couples like us candidly navigate the journey to a healthier, more connected life. Join us as we share personal experiences, expert insights, and practical tips to help you thrive in your relationships and break free. Together, let's repair and build a rock-solid connection, becoming a couple that can overcome any challenge. I'm Zach. And I'm Darcy. Did you know that pornography doesn't have to destroy you or your marriage? We're the parents of eight active members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and we love to help people just like you. We're here to share hope and healing as we take you through our journey and the journeys of our amazing clients to greater joy and love. Come grow with us to a happier, more meaningful life. Welcome Welcome to to the the Self Mastery Podcast. Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another beautiful Mastery Monday here on the Self Mastery Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Spafford. Hey, real quick, before we get too far, I have a masterclass. It's totally free for anybody who wants to overcome pornography forever. All you have to do is go to zachspafford.com slash free class, and you can register. It is this week, March 23rd at, uh, I think it's 730. So, Go on, register, and you can be you can participate in that class for free. And I will answer all your questions. I'm going to talk about why um, you're struggling with pornography, and there you can learn how to overcome pornography forever. So today, I want to talk about why it may be that you're not telling your partner about your pornography struggle. Now, whether this is about you telling them for the first time or for the 400th time, I want to just kind of dig into a little bit of what's going on and why you may not be telling your partner. And you you may be one who always tells your partner, and there are a lot of reasons that I believe this is the best course of action in the long run. The biggest reason that I believe this is the best way to do it is that it allows your partner to actually know you by... By that, what I mean is when you tell your partner what's going on for you, when you are alone with yourself, they get a real sense of who you are and they can actually make more fully conscious decisions about how they want to choose you or even reject parts of you that they don't, they don't like. Now, you might not like the idea of being rejected. I don't think anybody does. So, you know, that's totally understandable. But I can tell you from personal experience that being rejected from an open and even a somewhat vulnerable position rather than being validated from a dishonest position is more valuable to your development as a person and your process of leaving behind pornography than any other way of doing it. Being validated or told that you're good enough or you know, loved from a dishonest hiding position leaves us with a greater guilt and even possibly shame over not being who we say we are. And our partner, this leaves them even more confused about who we really are. So speaking of who we are, telling your partner about your pornography activity allows you to live up to your life with greater integrity. There are two meanings for integrity that are really important here. The first is living with greater truthfulness. Now think of it this way, would you rather get hired after telling your employer that you have a certificate or diploma that you do not have only to look over your shoulder for the rest of the time that you work there and live in dishonesty or be rejected by that same employer with the knowledge that you have been honest and maybe even possibly earn the respect of the employer and come back stronger later when you've actually gotten what you need to be employable. 
And the second way that we talk about being integrated is the way that you are when you are alone and when you are with others. So your private self is more fully integrated with your public self. So even though we may suffer rejection in the short term, as I spoke about, you know, I think a few podcasts ago, um, we earn greater trust with our partner and with ourselves that we are being who we say we are, even if we're not living up to our moral standards around pornography. This is about the aggregation of marginal gains. And I've done a podcast on the aggregation of marginal gains, but this is just about getting a little bit better here in this little tiny space, even at a little bit of a cost. And that's gonna help us succeed at overcoming pornography for good in the long run. Now, you may not feel like it is worthwhile to tell your partner and they may have told you not to tell them. And that's between you and them. I'm simply offering my very real sense of what has made the most difference for me and for Darcy really, as I have overcome pornography personally and as she has worked to be my partner in that process. Those are the reasons for telling your partner and I think they're really important. What then might be keeping you from telling your significant other about your pornography struggles? And I'm not gonna get an exhaustive list here but I am gonna talk about three things that you can do or that it might be reasons why you're not telling your partner. And then I'm gonna talk about four things that you can do to actually start talking about this with your partner. So the first reason that you may not be telling your partner is that maybe you promised that you would never do it again and that you will admit that you failed if you do tell them. So let's just talk about this in a real sense. So the very first thing that I would say is if you have not promised that you are never going to look at pornography again to someone else, especially your partner, your spouse, or your girlfriend, your fiance, I would totally shy away from that idea. I would walk away from that idea. Don't do it <laughs> is the short version. If you're going to be having this conversation with someone else, you want to set yourself up for success. The very first thing that you'll want to recognize about the promise to never look at pornography again is it is a very unlikely scenario that you will be able to avoid pornography for the rest of your life, no matter what you do. I, uh, I was in a pizza place called Topper's Pizza in Wisconsin, pizza place in Franklin, Wisconsin, a long time ago. And I was, as I walked in over on the left-hand side, there was a, a magazine and it had a picture of a topless woman on the cover. It was just laying there on a table in the pickup area of the restaurant. Now, I didn't do anything with it or about it. I didn't pick it up. I didn't really think about it much. I did have a conversation with Darcy after it, but I didn't take it any further in that moment. Now, if I had promised to never view pornography again in that moment, through no fault of my own, I would have failed. And my conversation with Darcy might've been one of mistrust rather than one of really just commenting on the reality of the occurrence, what happened. Some of you might be saying, well, that obviously wasn't your fault. So, you know, no one could hold you, hold that against you. And you might be right, but I've had conversations with spouses and Darcy has had conversations with spouses who were just as upset about accidental viewing of nudity as they were about the purposeful viewing of pornography. The truth is words matter. And I was listening to Jordan Peterson the other day and he said something that, you know, I feel is true and that I try to do though I don't think I always succeed. And I don't know anybody who's, and I don't know anybody who's totally perfect at this, but he said, be precise in your language. We expect others to say what they mean and do what they say. 
if you have promised to never view anything pornographic again, then that's what you mean, and at least in the mind of the person that's hearing it, regardless of the possibility of accidents that are outside of your control. So this would be a lot like promising that you'll never get in a car accident. The reality is you have no idea if you're going to get rear-ended tomorrow by someone. So just try and be precise. So if you've made a promise that's going to be impossible to keep, even if it's not this particular promise, the very first thing I would do right now is I would pause this podcast and I would call the person that you've made that promise to and I would totally rescind it. I would just say, I'm not going to live up to that promise. Not because you know, you're trying to look at porn or something, but just letting them know that living up to that promise is just probably impossible. And you don't want to set yourself up for failure. And you may not be planning to view pornography in the future, but you, you can, I mean, promising that you're never going to ever see it ever again. is just, that's a bad idea. Uh, and it's just likely that you're going to fail at that. So just being open and honest and real about what is possible is going to set you up for more uh, valuable conversations in the in the future, and the thing is that this is this this idea this the way that we talk about this, we have to account for the reality of life, and now you know calling your partner and saying hey I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try and keep this promise I'm gonna try and keep this promise but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna promise it anymore recognizes with your partner that you're going to be honest about the possibility that you may not always succeed at this. That, by the way, doesn't set you up for failure. It does set you up for being able to have real conversations without the idea that you need to be perfect in everything that you do, especially around pornography. Now, if you have promised this and you have made the choice to view pornography, uh, then we, you know, you run into a bit of a dilemma here. The reason that you might have for not telling your partner can be pretty compelling in that moment. You know, they, these reasons can be real and deep and they can help you manage whether or not you get to stay in your tribe, right? Like there's some real struggles there and whether you will suffer some real shame and even a potential abusive reaction from your partner as they try to deal with what they may see and very likely will feel as a real and deep betrayal of their trust. So at this moment, we have to recognize that not saying anything is really about managing your partner. And you might even call it a manipulation. I don't know that you need to go that far, but really we aren't telling them what's real and true because we are working to manage them, to make them feel better and to make us feel better in that moment. If this is the case for you, I want you to ask yourself, do you want to have to manage them forever? If it's, if it's not the case for you, right? And you know, you're, no, you're not really looking to manage them, then it's time to rip that Band-Aid off and say what is real without any expectation of how your partner will react because they might react badly. Another reason you may not be telling your partner about your pornography struggle is that you have done so well for so long and you just don't want to lose your streak in their eyes. When we choose pornography as a way to manage our emotions, we are not on some imaginary timeline that starts over. Rather, we are at a moment of discovery, data, and divergence. When we, look at our <clears throat> when we look at our choices objectively and with our partner openly, we're more likely to discover what it is that opened the door to go down the path we chose. Utilizing that data is more valuable than anything you can do to understand what's going on for you emotionally. 
emotions are data. They might feel like they rule our lives and drive our actions without input. And they, they, that may be at least in the short term, but they are key to understanding what it is that our brain is going through to arrive at the decisions that we choose to make. Knowing how we got to the place we arrived at gives us a greater chance to diverge from the path that we took in the future. And that divergence, that change from going down the path of looking at pornography to not going down the path of looking at pornography is where the magic happens. And you will be able to leave pornography behind forever. You don't have to be perfect, but you do need to be a scientist. And usually the best person to help you with that discovery process is the person beside you who is most invested in your success. All right. So one last reason that you might not be telling your partner about your pornography struggle is that you believe you need to protect them. So let's just face this head on. You do not need to protect your partner. This has a couple of really powerfully negative effects. And one is that you are telling your partner that they're not capable or strong enough to handle the real you. The second is that you are pretending that you can handle everything on your own and without their input. These are both massive miscalculations. If your partner is to really be your partner, then they need to know the real you, just like we talked about a little bit earlier. Can you imagine going into a business partnership with someone and not knowing all the facts and then finding out that they are withholding information from you to protect you? In qu- you know, I'm, I'm doing air quotes. That would not be a partnership that would last very long. You know, Disney movies, I think, often portray a story where a charming prince comes along and becomes the caretaker of the hapless damsel. You know, Darcy and I were talking about this the other day and how she really believed that I was there to take care of her financially in the beginning of our marriage. And on the flip side, I thought that she was there to caretake me sexually. So, you know, we were kind of even on that score. I mean, we, we both kind of came into the relationship thinking, well, he, She'll caretake me here and I'll caretake her there and we'll be fine. But the sooner that you get out of that Disney fantasy, the better off you're going to be. So how do you do this? How do you tell your partner if you haven't yet, or if you need to re-engage them in the conversation that has been going on inside you? I'm going to give you four steps. First, I want you to start by figuring out what you're going to say. Write it down if you need to, but really just start formulating the sentences. The next thing that I want you to do is just practice. Get in front of a mirror if you have to. Practice with somebody that you know who is willing to help you out with this. Just spend some time saying the things that you want to say, all while recognizing that <laughs> the truth is any speeches you have may get tossed the moment the conversation begins. My, you know, my, my life, I spent a lot of time in the military. Well, I, didn't, I wasn't in the military, but spent a lot of time around the military. And if you know anything about the military, they have this phrase, no plan survives first contact with the enemy. Just so be aware of that and be willing to, you know, work through that and be ready to have that conversation. The very next thing that I would offer you to do is just start speaking, start saying the words and keep talking until you've said what you need to say. And then the last thing I would say is listen, hear your partner and be there for them as they grieve this moment of change, because it may be a moment of grief and change for them. All right, you guys, love you. I'm looking forward to talking to you next week. We'll see you soon. 
Thanks for listening to the Self Mastery Podcast. Every day, Darcy and I work with amazing men and women to remove pornography from their lives and relationships. If you're ready to take the next step in your journey, let us help you. Sign up for a consult at zackspafford.com slash work with me, and you can set up some time for you or your spouse to meet with me or with Darcy, and we can help you get started on your self-mastery journey. Thanks for listening to Thrive Beyond Pornography. If you're seeking guidance and support to overcome pornography for good and begin creating a thriving life beyond it, check out my free webinar, How to Overcome Pornography with Skills That Actually Work. You'll learn practical, proven skills guided by an expert coach who has personally overcome pornography. Whether you're getting started for just yourself or along with your spouse, Darcy and I can teach you the tools that will help you put your life on the right path for you. Be sure to check out the show notes for a direct link and... If you could take a moment to leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts, it would mean the world to us. Your reviews play a significant role in helping others discover the show so they can join us on this transformative journey. Thank you for being part of the Thrive Beyond Pornography community. Until our next episode, stay strong, stay focused, and keep thriving.